welcome to another episode of A Drummer's Guide 2. So today might be a bit of a long one. I'm not sure yet, but it's a question that's come from Webby98. And he has, I'm assuming a he, that's terrible. They are asking, what was it like recording Last of Our Kind? So for anyone that doesn't know, Last of Our Kind is an album that I recorded with Darkness. We recorded it in 2014. Yeah, I think that's right, October 2014. Um, it's an album that I'm so incredibly proud of. Uh, I love those guys so much. So they were just asking me, what was it like? You know, what was the vibe? So I thought I'd just sit and chat about it and reminisce, partly because my memory is horrendous. Like in life, my memory is so bad. So uh, this is kind of a way for me to document this so that I don't forget and I can watch it back and go, that's what happened but I guarantee you I've already forgotten half of what happened because at the moment at the time of this filming it's almost six years ago which seems crazy um but I'll start at the beginning of how I even got involved with the darkness because it I guess it makes sense to start there so it was it, I mean talk about rock and roll well is it rock and roll I think it's a sign of the times of how I got involved with them so I got an email from uh someone that just said, uh, hi Emily, seen your video on YouTube. So it was a video of me playing to Foo Fighters Best of You, covered in fairy lights. Um, love your playing, wanted to see if you'd be interested in a new project that uh, I'm involved with. Signed, Dan Hawkins. And um, the name Dan Hawkins, I was like, why do I recognise that name? I don't know why I recognise that name. And I looked it up. And when I googled Dan Hawkins, two Dan Hawkins came up. The first was the guitarist from The Darkness, and I was like, that's where I know that name from. The second was a bass player from Surbiton, who ironically now follows me on Instagram, I think. So, hi Dan Hawkins from Surbiton. Um, if you see this, which the chances are are minimal, but it's fine. Um, so I just thought, well obviously it's the bass player from, from Surbiton. Fine, great, I wonder what this project is. Anyway, I emailed back and I was just like, yeah, that's great, sounds good, uh, just give me a call tomorrow. Left my number and um, literally forgot about it. I know that I talk about me having a bad memory. I When I tell you that it fell out of my head, this information, I was like, anyway, I'm gonna go and play some drums. So the next day I get a phone call from a number that I don't recognize. I was like, who is this calling? Cause I'm an idiot. And I answered the phone and it was uh, on the other end, I'll never forget. Oh, hi, Emily, it's um, it's Dan Hawkins from The Darkness. And I was like, oh, it is you, hi, how are you? Anyway, we got chatting and what transpired was that um, he, sorry, the band were parting ways with their current drummer, Ed, and they were looking for a drummer to record their next album, which became Last of Our Kind. I obviously was like, yeah, I'd absolutely love to be a part of that. They said they'd seen my video on YouTube. Um, they also had some, we, sorry, we had some mutual friends who had kind of said, yeah, she'd be great for that. So, um, yeah, they were like, look, do you fancy coming down to the studio, having a jam, jam through some of the new tracks for the album, maybe some of the old tracks as well? I was like, yeah, brilliant. That sounds really good fun. And we booked a date for, I want to say it was in July of 2014 may have been June, June or July. Um, and it was a random Sunday. In fact, it was a Sunday. And uh, I was like, great, just send over the songs, send over the list of the old stuff that you want to go through and I'll learn it and I'll come down and we'll have a 
jam and we'll see where we go from there. So anyway, learned these songs, went down to where Dan was living at the time, which was the studio as well. And uh, yeah, it was great. I just thought in my head, you know what? This, nothing might come of this. This is just, it's a really cool opportunity. Even if it ends up me just being in the room with those three guys and playing those songs. I mean, at that point, I'd been playing I Believe in a Thing Called Love and Growing On Me for years in covers bands. Years! And I just thought, even if all that comes from it is that I get to play those songs with the guys that actually wrote it, that's going to be awesome fun. Cool. I'm a winner, baby. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I went down there and met the guys. They were so lovely and um, we had a play and it was awesome. I mean, playing I Believe in a Thing Called Love with those guys, I was like, like as soon as that guitar started, I was like, oh, I, I'm not going to swear. But I was like, oh, my goodness, this is how it's meant to sound. Like it was just this instant sound that it was like thick and perfect. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then watching them play, playing with them, hearing Justin sing. And it was just a real moment of like, this is cool. If this is all that comes of this, this is cool. I'm happy, Bonnie. So anyway, and then we sort of sat and we hung out and we were chatting and um, just got on super well. We went for a curry uh, and it was lovely. I had such a nice time. And anyway, so parted ways, went home and they basically just got in touch with like, look, we'd love you to come record the album. I was like, that's amazing. I said, the only fly in the ointment is I've got a tour booked in uh, and I'm not around until after... September or something like that and they were like it's fine we've seen that on your website we want to work around you and I was like really uh, okay great that sounds good so that we basically booked it in that I was touring with an artist called Tom Bailey who used to be in a band called the Thompson Twins back in the 80s so we worked it out so that I had like I think it was a week at home so I could just run through all the songs and then I was going to go off and, and record this album. And so the way that it kind of ran was we were recording at Dan's house, which was his studio, his lovely wife and two daughters at the time. He now has a son as well. Um, they blessed them. They kind of were like shipped off somewhere. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We're kind of kicking you out of your house to record this album. They're super cool though. They're so lovely. So um, yeah, and, and we were just, we were staying there. The four, in fact, it wasn't just four of us. So it was the four of us. Uh, and the engineer and we sometimes had a couple of other people come in um, but yeah for a month and I was basically booked in there for a month and the deal was it was kind of like right the first two weeks we're going to do pre-production and then the next two weeks we're going to record so pre-production involves uh, just getting the songs together so they had all the songs pretty much recorded in demo form with electronic drums already recorded that Ed had recorded um, whilst they were on the road I think with Lady Gaga I think that's what they said but don't quote me on that I think that's what they said so the tracks are pretty much done there are only a couple that weren't knocked into shape and those were what became Mudslide and I want to say Mighty Wings but I could be wrong again my memory is so horrendous so the first two weeks basically involved us uh, so for pre-production to save our ears uh, it was an electronic kit so we could control the volume and just get the parts together uh, and, and then just um, everyone playing at low volumes basically so that our ears didn't get ruined because it's very like it tires you out when when you have to listen to full-on instrument 
So anyway, the way that our sort of like day-to-day life looked like was we would all get up I don't know what time I have no idea uh we'd have some breakfast and then the guys are really into running I was not really into running when I uh when I got with them I a little bit but not like them I mean first of all the three Dan Frankie and Justin are tall they are tall guys they have long legs and they love running so anyway they would go running every morning and uh, I just, either I wouldn't or I would try and go for a bit and I'd just be like, I'm, I'm just, this is ridiculous, this is just too much. So um, anyway, yeah, so they'd go for a run or we'd go for a run or whatever. And then we'd get going and, and we'd start, um, yeah, we'd just spend the day playing music and, and just playing through the songs, creating the parts, uh, rewriting some stuff, writing some stuff. And just generally sort of like hanging out and um, it was awesome. It was so good. And just sitting there, being able to watch the process of the songs coming together. Obviously, I was a small part of that process, but realistically, the bulk of that process comes from Dan and Justin and just watching them work together and bounce off of each other. And I mean, Justin literally just like blasting out lyrics just so casually with this. I almost swore incredible voice like incredible but effortless voice um so yeah we do that we'd have some lunch in the middle and luckily the guys love food so we connected on that it was like so good and then uh yeah and then in the evenings we'd do we'd just have dinner and then we'd sit around and we'd uh either play more music depending on what how the day had gone or we would like watch a film or i think what were we watching we were watching a series, something with Ricky Gervais, I think, but I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, we would do that in the evenings and then go to bed and we would get up in the next morning and do that. So that was the first two weeks. I think before the, the end of those two weeks, though, we started transitioning into recording the drums. So generally speaking, when you're recording music, you record the drums first. That doesn't mean that I was in the room by myself. I would have the guys playing their instruments, but we were only really properly tracking the drums so that then the guys could build and record their parts after the fact. So I think we probably started recording a week in and we were doing, I don't know, two or three tracks a day, I guess, um, which meant that everything got, it just got done really quickly, which was awesome. And the sound, the sound that Dan got from my drums, from the room, all of that was just incredible. And I was like, I, I want to pick up this room and this rig and these mics and you and just put it like somewhere else. Um, so we had an engineer as well, assistant engineer uh, called Ian Norfolk, who I think he's on tour with them now as one of their techs. He's a lovely, lovely fella. Um, yeah, and it just and then we would sort of like we would talk about things like the artwork, the name of the album. It wasn't called Last of Our Kind until very late on in the day. There were a few names. There was hundreds of ideas for artwork um i i yeah i just i can see a few of them right now but i probably won't say um yeah just all these concept ideas for what the next year of touring was going to look like um and then obviously just getting to know each other that's the other thing i mean those three obviously they know each other very well but they didn't know me i was pretty much a stranger so we talk about you know all sorts of stuff just life sort of stuff which was really great and um yeah and that's kind of i mean what else is there to say it was just it was an amazing time 
it was full of so much love and and just just creation like yeah just creating music and and then once my sort of parts were done I had a couple of days that I was still booked in there if you like before I had to go off and do other work and uh and they were like do you, do you fancy singing some backing vocals on some of the tracks and I was like no I don't sing backing vocals are you crazy but they were like look why don't you and they were so supportive and just like just try something like just why not and i I'm like, I'm shy. I'm shy when it comes to things like that because I, it's just not in my nature to be all loud with my voice, which I know is ironic because I'm looking at the camera right now and I'm probably being quite loud. But um, they were like, why not? So if you listen to Mudslide, there's me screaming on Mudslide. They made me do some weird um, vocal thing where I just, they were like, just try something, like something uh, along like an Asian scale. And I just did something which kind of started out okay and then it all just went to a pot and they were like, I, I like the beginning of that. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of me sort of screaming and singing along on, on I wish I, I should have actually looked this up before I actually uh, came to talk about this. But there are a bunch of songs with me singing backing vocals and all sorts. But it was just, it was so much fun. It was such a lovely space to be in. It was such a lovely... Um, group of people to be around um there was so much support for getting the best performance out of each of us um like collectively all of us will support each other to get the best performance possible for the songs and to create the best versions of the songs if that makes sense and um and like i say and once i left the lads carried on sort of doing their guitar parts bass parts all of that they'd started before i left and uh and once they were done, then Dan was left by himself to mix for, I think, two weeks. I think it sent him a little bit crazy, but the end result of that album is so phenomenal. I think the sound of it is so... It's massive. It's massive. I... Yeah, I... Dan Hawkins is just a phenomenal producer. I just... I think he's brilliant. I think he's wonderful. So, um... Yeah, anyway, I guess that's that's what I can remember of my time with The Darkness recording Last of Our Kind. Um, it was great. Uh, it, I Yeah, I'm just so... I always say this, but I genuinely mean it. I'm so proud to have been a part of that album and to have that album to show because uh, I think it is a great album. I think it sounds amazing. And I think that me being a part of it is like minimal is such a small part of why it turned out the way that it did um and like i said i'm just lucky to have been a part of it anyway i'm gonna go i've been rambling on at you about this uh but thank you so much for the question if you have a question of your own that you'd like me to answer if you'd like a subject that you'd like me to talk about it doesn't need to be my personal experience in that directly it can be something more general uh then let me know just um stick your question in the comments or get in touch online anywhere if you look at me uh, look me up at emily drums pretty much on all social media you'll find me and yeah i hope you're well wherever you are whatever you're up to whatever you're doing i hope that you are healthy safe and well and i will see you next week for another subject who knows what it'll be anyway lots of love see you guys later Mwah. bye oh,